Hello, and welcome to SoundingTheLight.com, the place where you can connect to real artists, real stories, real talk. Today we'll be hearing from Stephen Dennis and Jasper Joyner of the Stephen Dennis Band about their musical journey and the story behind Stephen's poignant country song, She's Strong. My name is Tara Tucker. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a great day on this April 1st, <laughs> and, uh, you know, traditionally known as April Fool's Day. Uh, fortunately, it is only the morning, but I have not had any bad jokes played on me. I'm planning on keeping it that way. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I used to be the one playing the jokes, but it's been a long time, which is kind of sad when I think about it. I don't know why I ever quit. Uh Maybe because some of the repercussions were (laughs) too much for me to handle. I don't know if you're a jokester or not, if you like this day or not. If you do, you know, always be kind, but have a lot of fun with it too. I have a great interview to play for you here in just a couple of minutes. I was able to talk with Stephen Dennis and Jasper Joyner of the Stephen Dennis Band. Stephen is a uh, country artist, singer-songwriter, and worship leader at uh, Crossroads Church in the South Atlanta area, and it was a great conversation. Uh, His band has been getting more popular, especially this last year, as he has been uh, playing a lot in uh, in some local places in the Atlanta area. Uh, He was even able to open up for uh, country artists such as Dina Carter, Uh, and his song, She's Strong, has gotten some radio play, really good stuff. But as I was talking to him, we had a very interesting conversation about where his band is heading. He's had a little bit of a direction change in uh, the last few weeks, which you will be able to hear more about in this interview. You'll also get to hear the backstory on the reason why Stephen wrote the song, She's Strong. Uh, it's a beautiful song, which uh, they were able to play live right here in the STL studio. So stick around. Here is the conversation with Stephen and Jasper. Stephen and Jasper, thank you guys so much for uh, coming straight here to my Sounding the Light studio. How are you guys? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> We've got the birds singing and beautiful spring day. And of course, you guys were like driving out in the sticks to get here. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we drove a little ways and uh, passed some beautiful fields, so, so it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> them cows. There's yeah. alpacas down there, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, mama llamas. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you are a singer songwriter steven yes um how long has that been going on um i've been playing music since i was about nine uh, i picked up the guitar i started writing songs when i was about 16 17 and mm-hmm. and uh but didn't really get serious until i was about 20 so uh been going on pretty much the majority of my life um i'm now 23 so i've been i've been kind of serious about it for about three years now Awesome. Okay. And Jasper, what do you, do you uh, write songs? Do you play? Do you sing? What do you play? Uh, I'm more of an instrumentalist more so. Um, I don't really write too many lyrics and I'm a pretty terrible singer. So (laughs) (laughs) I mainly leave all that up to Steven. Uh, I play, well, I started on drums in like third grade, but more recently I started getting into, you know, trying out new instruments like keys and trying to play guitars and bass and stuff. Awesome. So what is your favorite? Uh, I would have to say probably drums, just because that's what I started on. Uh huh. He's uh he's trying to be humble. He's he's pretty much a beast at anything he picks up. <laughs> <laughs> so he's impressed me on banjo and keys and all kinds of crazy stuff. So. So when did you guys get together? Uh, we started together. playing together about a year ago. Mm. Um, so in the project we were doing, um, which I guess we'll get into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Awesome. Yeah. 
And what kind of music has been your genre, you know, go-to genre up until now? So up until now, uh, recently, we've, we've been doing country music. Um, we spent, I spent three years kind of preparing and writing songs that were country-related, started tracking an EP, um, released a sing- uh, two singles, and we started playing around um, in the country scene uh, around Georgia. Mm-hmm. What are your singles? So the singles are uh, called She's Strong and How We Throw Down. Awesome. Yeah. Um, she's strong. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that one a little bit because yep. that one's got uh, a history behind that. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Can you That's tell correct. us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, um, that was kind of the first song where I kind of started to get serious about songwriting. And, um, it was at a time where my mom had just got diagnosed with cancer and, um, before her first chemo treatment, I, I had been working on this song for her. And, um, so the night before her first chemo treatment, I played it for, um, sitting on her floor and, um, and it was just really, really powerful for us, for our family. Um, it was just basically claiming her strength and, and her um, clinging to her faith and, and mm-hmm. kind of the background of how she was firm and in, in, in her beliefs. And and so it just kind of gave us a lot of encouragement and a lot of uh, strength to, to hold on to as she was progressing um, with cancer and, and doing these chemo treatments and going through a tough time. And she so, passed away, is that she right? She did. She passed away, and um, it's coming up on two years now. I'm sorry. So. That's all right. Um, will you talk a little bit about how uh, that affected you in your, yeah. you know, faith, your music writing? Absolutely. Um, so the the whole journey, like I had to put music on a hold for a little while because of things that she was going through, and I just felt like it, it just wasn't the right time to like launch projects and things. So um, I wrote I wrote she's strong, and we we actually recorded it. Um, in, in a bathroom so we could get some mm-hmm. reverb and uh, mm-hmm. with a with a little USB mic with one of my buddies and and um, a, a guy that owns a, a studio a friend of mine named Chris Riggs he um, he heard the song and kind of heard what I was doing and he was like man I want to take this thing to the next level I want to produce it and so mm-hmm. he uh, he got a team of professional studio musicians together and and they all tracked it um, for her um, just did it as kind of a way to minister to her mm-hmm. and um, and so we did that. It, it went back and forth to Nashville a couple of times and ended up going on the radio and awesome. um, doing some cool things. And so after that, like, I felt like I needed to kind of just take a break and I'd been working hard on that for her. And um, so up until the time she passed away, I wasn't really doing too much musically. But um, as far as that influencing my style of writing and everything, it, it had a lot of impact on it. Um, I, I've written a song since. Uh, called one more day with you and and that's just kind of again about um we had she's strong which was like kind of with her battle and then one more day with you is focused on like if i could just have one more day with you this is everything we would do Mm -hmm. and and so every time i start to write like um even now like it just it comes back to the topic of of healing and of um just kind of struggle in that and and I, i feel like there's so many people out there that that deal with cancer i mean specifically but sickness as a whole and and um, so, so everybody can relate to that kind of yeah. thing. And so it's just, it's a powerful topic. Well, since we just talked about She's Strong, would you be willing to play that live yeah. here in the studio? Absolutely. Awesome. Is that good? <laughs> That's good. Okay. Take two. <laughs> or three. Yeah. the news last night everyone had a tear in their eye 
As she clinged to her Bible, she said, This is what will get me through the hard times. And she's strong, stronger than I could ever be. Yeah, she's strong Like a well-rooted oak tree She's strong She said she's gonna win this fight Everything will be alright Faith is endless as the sky No, this won't be her last goodbye Cause she's strong Stronger than I could ever be She got the fire in her soul Like a champion going for gold And she's strong That is beautiful. I love it. Thank you. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. No problem. So, uh, Stephen, let's start with you. I'm going to ask you where you were born. Yeah. Um, I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. Really? Yep. So, Like South Atlanta, sort of in the area that you still are yeah, in? Yeah, I was in, in Metro. Okay. I was I was born in Metro Atlanta, um, and, and now I currently reside in uh, Noonan. Awesome. And what about you, uh, Jasper? Uh, I was actually born in Baltimore, Maryland. Are you serious? Yeah, it was super awesome. Okay, you have to tell me a little bit about that. How did you make your way here? Um, actually, my dad was in the military, and so I spent a lot of my early childhood moving around. We lived in uh, Fort Knox, Kentucky, Snellville, Georgia, and actually for a little bit we lived over in Korea. Oh my. Yeah, and Seoul, and so that was actually super interesting and fascinating. Um, but eventually... I think it was about when I was in third grade, we settled down in Noonan, and we've just been there ever since. Wow. So, tell me what one memory from Seoul that really stands out to you as the best or the worst. Mm, 
There's a few. I remember one super cool one was we went and we saw some ancient dinosaur tracks. Oh, my. Yeah, they were like fossils still implanted in the ground. And, I mean, you could lay down and some of the footprints were twice as big wow. as, you know, your body. And it was just insane to see that. I bet. And how old were you then? Um, I think I was in first grade at that point. And so so that, <laughs> that must have made a really big impression. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I wish I was a little older, though, because I don't remember everything I would like to. So at some point, uh, I'd like to go back and visit, maybe. What about you, Stephen? Have you been anywhere uh, that really stands out to you? Or do you have any memories from growing up that really stands out to you? Uh, places I've been... Um... I, I've been in the Caribbean a couple of times, and nice. I, don't, I think that stands out to pretty much anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's probably one of my my happy places on Earth. But mm -hmm. um, memories wise, I I would say growing up, uh, we lived in a subdivision, and there was a creek, and uh, of course, as a kid, that was like all we did. Oh yeah, was we were in the creek nonstop, and then later we learned there were. Uh, snakes and um, potentially a sewage line down the down the way, but you know we we were uh, we were naive, so whatever. <laughs> There's something sad that happens when you get older and you start learning the ways yeah. of the world. Yeah, like we we just thought it was a creek, you know, like yeah. awesome, let's go swim in it, and then didn't realize that what we were swimming in, but you know. <laughs> and you're still alive today. Still alive, still kicking. So I think we, we swam a little bit before the sewage line. So, you know, it was a little further down the creek. Yeah, probably built up your immune system. That's right. <laughs> That's what we'll go with. <laughs> so I'd like to ask you both about when, you know, individually, if there's any time that really stands out when you had a real encounter with God. I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and go and give Jasper a second because I, I have one that comes to mind instantly. Um so I've had I've had several like that I could I could list that just were absolutely real experiences with God, but I would say um, one of the most that stands out or the biggest ones in my life was right after my after my mom died. I kind of went through like a dark period. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't it wasn't really like I wouldn't say I was running from God. Um, I wasn't really angry at God. I, I I have an understanding of you know life and death and sickness and health and all that, and so it wasn't. It wasn't really anger, but it was just kind of a disconnect. Like, I just felt like I, I just didn't really care to have a relationship with God for this period in my life. And and so, um, I, I spent several months just kind of doing my own thing. And after she passed away, she, she died in July um, in 2014, so coming up on two years. Uh, and and I just, I just was disconnected. And so, um, I had actually bought passion tickets uh, to go to Passion Conference mm -hmm. and um, didn't really know what was going to be in store. I, I just, I don't even remember really why I bought them because at the time, I mean, I wasn't really interested in that kind of stuff, but I'd mm -hmm. been to Passion before and I was like, I know it's a really cool place to be. And so I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go. So um, I ended up taking my little brother and we went and stayed the weekend up in Atlanta and, and went to Passion. And during worship, um, one of the sessions, I was sitting there and I was just fully in tune with what we we're doing. I was like feeling really connected and and as clear as we're talking, like God just spoke to me and he said, Stephen, I want you to quit your job. And I was like, hmm. I, I kind of laughed and I was like, like, come on, like, really? Like, you can't be serious. And, mm -hmm. and, and, but he was just, I mean, it was so clear. And so, um, I left there and, and that was the first time I'd really felt like God laying something on my heart in a long time. And I felt really connected with God. And, and so it was a great feeling. I went back home and I was at, I was working at a restaurant and I, um, it was just a, a kind of a negative environment. And, um, 
I, I kind of brushed it off. I was like, you know, I'm just, I got, I got to have an income. And, mm-hmm. but it literally just like ate me up inside to the point where I'd like walked up to my boss and I was like, Hey man, I got to leave. Hmm. I got to put my, my two weeks in. And so, so I left my job and, um, had no idea what was in store. <laughs> what, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in college currently and, and I just, I mean, I'm here. I am a college student trying to work at a restaurant and God tells me to quit my job and I do it. And now I'm like, now what? <laughs> and, um, so I call up to the church that I had been going to, that it's been my home church for years. And, um, I, I said, Hey, I said, I know I haven't been around in like two years, but I said, I just want to come Wednesday night and I want to like serve pizza. I was like, I don't care what I do. And, uh, they were like, oh, well, hang on, we'll we'll find something for you to do. Like, we're not going to have you serve pizza. I, I'd led worship there in the past, and they were like, you know, we'd love to have you on stage or whatever. And so, so later I get a phone call, and um, they're they're actually looking at worship leaders, and and so um, they kind of pulled me into an internship, and mm-hmm. and and set me up on this path, and and now that's uh, that transitioned into a staff position, and I'm I'm a staff worship leader. Um, so that's your full time job now, at, right? Right at Crossroads Church, and. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of reflect back on it and I'm like, you know, I went through this level of this spell of being disconnected. And um, had I not honored that 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 moment that God was speaking to me, like yeah. I could have missed out on this entire um, thing that I got going now. And I mean, I love what I do and I, I get to to work with students and I get to lead worship and that's just my heart. And so it, it, it's just a kind of a surreal moment that like God speaks to you and you just have to listen. Mm-hmm. And And for me, like. I never would have imagined that that was going to be the outcome, you know, like, uh, especially at the time that I was disconnected. Like, I never would have thought that I'd be here where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's crazy how God's God's plan just, he'll open the door. You just have to walk through it. That's awesome. So. Especially in things that are so, uh, you know, tangible. I mean, he asks you to quit your job. Exactly. And, and <laughs> just having that faith, though, to say, yeah. yes, I will, because yeah. uh, had I not done that, um, I can tell you, like, I wouldn't have been in the position I'm in now. I'd still probably be working at that restaurant mm-hmm. um, and, and and just kind of getting through day to day without feeling much purpose. You know, now mm-hmm. it's and, and not that there's not purpose in what I was doing, but at the time being disconnected, I, I didn't have purpose in, in my walk with God mm-hmm. and because it just it wasn't it wasn't there. And so being able to, to get plugged back in and getting, getting back to having that daily relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's just given me so much more drive and so much more purpose in, in what I do every day. What so. about you, Jasper? Have you been able to think about when it was that you first met Jesus or when he really made a, an impression on you at some point? Um, one story that comes to mind is actually when my grandma passed away. Mm-hmm. She was, a she was really the center of all of our lives. Uh, my mom has three sisters and a brother. And so, and they all live relatively close to Atlanta. And so, I mean, every Thanksgiving, <laughs> every Christmas, I mean, literally sometimes like three or four weekends in a row, we'd literally just Friday, you mean, go stay with her. Aww. Just the whole family would just meet up with her. And so, um, when she passed away, I mean, you know, we, it was crazy. Like we didn't know what the heck we were going to do. And so, uh, but I remember in the hospital room, uh, we woke up super early that morning because we got a phone call saying, you know, she was doing mm-hmm. pretty rough. And so we all booked it up there. And, um, you know, it was it's one of the most sad things in the world to see someone you love pass away. Yes. Um, you know, we were just standing there. Tears were flowing and it was super sad. And, but at a point, it was like, it's kind of undescribable what I felt. But it was like, 
this inner peace Mm -hmm. sort of Mm -hmm. and they're just kind of telling me you know like everything's going to be okay like it's going to be hard and it's super sad and it's going to be tough to get through but like just know everything's going to be okay and everything's going to work out and i mean i miss her still to this day but i mean everything's worked out and our family's still going strong and Mm -hmm. everything's good Mm -hmm. yeah i love it when god just reaches in like that and just comforts Mm -hmm. thank you both for sharing that so up until now you guys have been a part of the Stephen Dennis band. You yeah. guys have been out playing. Uh, mm-hmm. you're, you've kind of gotten some more traction and balls starting to really roll mm-hmm. on that kind of stuff. Um, but Stephen, I was actually just talking with you the other day, and you mm-hmm. said that you had come across a little bit of a mindset change where your music is yeah. concerned. Talk about that a little bit. So um, so we spent, like I said, I've been kind of serious about this for about three years now, and and in that three years, uh, we've been writing, have a whole album worth of material written um, based around country music. Been playing shows uh, for about a year now, and we've we've kind of come far in that. Yeah. And um, to the point where we were talking to some agencies and to some uh, big names in the industry, and, and we were playing shows consistently, um, booking and, and opening for, for some, some national acts um, here and there. We, we opened last year for... Um, Lori Morgan and Dina Carter and, hmm. and so wow. we've we've kind of been successful in, in this local scene and and as we were moving forward um, just recently like God just kind of like laid it on my heart that this isn't what you're supposed to be doing hmm. and um, I've always had the mindset of like it's, it's been the Stephen Dennis band it's been we're playing secular country music and um, so so going out and playing in these bars and, and all that and I just felt very convicted about it and mm. that um you know we we were using it as a as a means for ministry i mean we were using it as a way to um the song she's strong we would we would use that to minister to people and mm-hmm. i mean there had been shows where uh, people came up and we were able to lay hands on them and pray over them wow. um, and and after playing country you know secular music but i still just felt like my purpose wasn't being i wasn't fulfilling it and um so I recently started talking to some of the guys that were in the band and kind of expressing some of this concern. And, and I mean, we were literally rehearsing what two weeks ago on a, on a Friday, getting ready for this gig that we had coming up. And, um, I just kind of stopped everything dead in its tracks and said, you know what, like, this is not what we're supposed to be doing. And so we scrapped everything, um, thus far and canceled every show we had on the, on the calendar, um, which I, I really don't like doing, but I just felt so conflicted about it that I knew I couldn't continue doing it and um so what what that's turning into is is a completely new project and and that's kind of where we're at now is trying to pray and figure out what that is Mm -hmm. and um we know that we're supposed to be um kind of leveraging our influence in in a stronger way um and getting out of the bar scene and and we want to be able to kind of step into a ministry role um, more so than we were even doing and using it in country music. And so we're, we're kind of just trying to figure out what that means and, and, and pray through um, formulating our new project. But it, it's just so crazy. Like we talked about earlier about how, when God speaks to you, like just knowing you have to listen <laughs> and, and being in the past experience that I've had with that, with, with God telling me to quit my job and the good things that came out of it, um, yeah. I just know that, you know, you have to listen to that in, in that conviction. So, um, 
I mean, it was crazy for us to be trying to book gigs one week and talking to an agent. And then the next week we're like, I'm like, no, sorry, we're canceling everything. And, um, luckily these guys, I mean, they, they believe in what we've been doing to an extent and they've seen, you know, what, what we've done and, and where we've gone with it. And they're, they're Christians. And, and so they're able to understand what this conviction is about. And yeah. so luckily I've got guys like them that were able to stick with me and not just be like, dude, you're out of your mind. You know, <laughs> like you're sitting here and dragging us through learning 40 songs in one week. And then next week you're, you're saying you're done. And, and so, um, but we're really excited. I mean, we don't know what it looks like. We're, we're hoping to, we were talking about it in the car on the way up here. We're hoping to, um, basically kind of formulate this, uh, band around worship music, but mm-hmm. also around, um, kind of alternative music yeah. and stuff that we can go to churches and we can play worship sets, but we can also play, um, kind of different styles. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's kind of where we're at now. Um, as a worship leader and, and Jasper is a worship, mu- worship musician, we, we know that world. And so we're kind of hoping to be able to step into going to churches and, and playing nights of worship and, and doing that because for me, it's like the satisfaction in that yeah. is it's so much more fulfilling uh, than what we've been doing. It's just, I, I feel like that's the purpose that God is, is given us. And that's the purpose that he's um, provided us the talent to do these things. So it's kind of where we're at now. That's beautiful. I love hearing, uh, that story i know that probably took a lot of courage to step out like that and drop this you know because i'm sure you're having a bunch of fun oh yeah absolutely (laughs) i mean we 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 played um smith's old bar just what Mm -hmm. two weeks ago three Mm -hmm. weeks ago and um you know just had a blast had had a decent crowd come out to see us and that's what i told jasper and these guys i said i said you know it was it was awesome because people came out to see us they came out to see steven dennis they paid a cover charge to see steven dennis and I said, but the, at the end of the night, you know, I had the mentality that I wanted to build this. I was the front man of this country band. I wanted to build up um, my image in this. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the night, I left Smith's Old Bar and I just felt empty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my mind started to to kind of shift in the thought. And I said, you know, I don't I don't want people to come to see me. I want people to come to see him through me. And so it just it was very clear after that gig because we were. I mean, we worked for weeks and weeks and weeks getting ready for this gig, spent four-hour rehearsals twice a week for <laughs> wow. weeks, mm-hmm. and played all original music um, for an hour set, and, and we, I mean, there were songs that we wrote the week of the gig <laughs> and went and played, <laughs> wow. and like, we just, and we had a great time doing it, and uh-huh. it was like, I mean, at the time, it's like, man, this is what we're supposed to do, mm-hmm. like, this is, this is it, this is great, we're moving in a great direction, but I mean, at the end of the day... I got to thinking about how short life is mm. and do I want to spend my entire life building my name up and then at the end of my life completely realize that I just missed my purpose when I could have been building his name up. Wow. I love it. Uh, so are you going to keep the name, the Steven Dennis band? Or are you going to change it? Do you have a, we're idea? not, we, um, we are in the midst of, uh, changing the band name completely and, and all of our social media and everything is going to stay up, but it's going to transfer over mm-hmm. to whatever band we decide to go with. Awesome. Um, we don't really know what band name we're going to go with. So if you have any suggestions, <laughs> <laughs> shoot them over to us. But um, we have a few ideas uh, that are kind of centered around a verse that I'll share. Cause Please, yes. this is kind of um, the formula of what we're doing right now. Um, is uh, this verse. So 
typically I don't I don't usually read from the message mm-hmm. um, just because I, I like I like the ESV and and the message it's it's great but um, sometimes I feel like a little low level of depth is missed there yes. so uh-huh. so I typically don't read from it but I I came across this passage via the message and I was like man that wording is so good for what we're doing that I have to like use this so um, but Philippians three fifteen says so let's keep focused on that goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us. If any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. Hmm. And so, yeah, that is like the basis of our of our um, entire project is that for for a while, um, I was pursuing something that wasn't total commitment, yeah. and I was pursuing something and and ultimately had uh, a a blurred vision and. You know, being able to commit fully to God, um, I feel like He's going to clear up a lot of that, and and so we're really excited about it. And um, so yeah, things aren't going to stay the same. It's not going to be Stephen Dennis Band. We're not going to be doing country music. We're mm-hmm. gonna we're gonna take a little <laughs> different feel, um, and we're not going to be doing secular music. Like it's gonna it's everything we write from here on out is going to be um, centered around jesus mm-hmm. and um our entire project is going to be formulated around this whether we step on stage at a festival that is mostly secular music or mm-hmm. whether we um step on a stage at a church um we're always going to be able to tie in everything we're doing to the fact that um if you don't fully commit your focus on god then you're having blurred vision and you're having you're living out of focus and um so i just want to use that as an encouragement because walking in and the way of having blurred vision and, and doing something that's not your what you're supposed to do what god's called you to do yeah uh, that's what we've been doing or that's what i've been doing i should say for for so long and so being able to have that focus clear and saying wow this is like this is the path we're supposed to go on i don't even know what it looks like but <laughs> i'm willing to say yes and mm-hmm. and i know that it's a lot greater than the path that i had planned that's a lovely testimony too that you can use you know as people listen and and I know a lot of people out there just wouldn't even understand that kind of mindset. I, I remember just being in high school and stuff, and you know, you focus on everything uh, that's in the here and now, and and you focus on what you want, and and just having that somebody come and say, "I did that too," mm-hmm. but let me tell you what's on the other side, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I think that's going to be our entire story with this. That's going to be our entire testimony. Yeah, I think it's uh, a strong really powerful statement that you made about, you know, playing this great set at this great place and still not feeling fulfilled. Like everybody thinks that's what it's about, but there was still emptiness that came after that. So I went to the Good Friday um, service at the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater that Passion put on. And um, this was like right in the mix of all this conviction. So it was like, it was a great (laughs) moment for me. Um, but I was sitting there worshiping and, and my drummer texts me like literally during worship and, um, and said, Hey man, I just broke my wrist. And I was like, he said, I'm out for four weeks. And I was like, we have gigs oh. within those four weeks. So I was like, well, there goes that. And so I, I was kind of like in the middle of all this conviction, I was like, man, all right, God, like I'm starting to see like you're, <laughs> you're telling me something here uh-huh. and like you're blocking out some of these dates. And, and so, um, I was kind of feeling convicted about that, but then they they gave the chance uh, for people to respond to accepting Jesus, and uh, they said, "Hey, if you if you said yes to Jesus Christ tonight, we want you to just to so we can get a visual. We want you to text the letter A to this number." 
and they put it up on the screen. And there were like 700 people wow. that said they committed their life to Christ that wow. night. And I walked away from that going, that's fulfillment. Mm. That no matter how many stages you may play, yep. just knowing that you can change people's eternal path yeah that that's fulfillment and so that was like the ultimate like okay that's it like i I get it (laughs) this is this is what's going to make me feel like i'm fulfilling my purpose because this is my purpose no matter how long you may be playing music for no matter how many stages you may play no matter how many thousands of people you may play in front of if you get to walk away every night with that purpose then it should never get old you know it should never be something that like yeah, I don't. I don't know if we should go on tour again right now because, <laughs> you know, whatever reason, we're just tired of it. Like, no, like you should be motivated because you know that you are changing lives. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of what it's all about right now. Well, I cannot wait to see what comes out of this <laughs> in the next, you know, several weeks or months. And yeah, we're really excited about it. Is there another song that you guys would like to share? Or? We have one called "Never Too Far" that. That's going to be kind of like formulated into this project. I okay. wrote it as a country, uh, as like part of the country act, but um, it it was like the first like subliminal Christian song that I wrote <laughs> um, that just wasn't directly talking about country life. Mm-hmm. And so when we we've played it live at shows and and we were thinking that this one's going to like carry over into what we're doing now. Well, would you guys like to play that one? Yeah, we could play it. Sure, yeah. I'd love to hear it. Let's share it. Cool. Traveling down the same road No one knows just quite where to go Until they come running home to you So here I'll stand With locked knees until I fall again Cause Lord only knows I am a broken man And Lord only knows I am a broken man You're never too far You're never too far You're 
You're never too far. I love it. That was great. <laughs> uh, well, Jasper and Steven, thank you guys so much for the time that you guys uh, took to spend with me and us listeners today. (laughs) Thank you for having us. We enjoyed it. If you liked what you heard today from Stephen Dennis, you can go check out more about him on his Facebook page. Uh, He does have an official website, but I think uh, they're making some changes as the band is kind of morphing into this new direction. So I have the link to his Facebook page right here on uh, this podcast page. I also have a link to the official music video for the song She's Strong here if you want to check that out as well. Uh, Also, if this was your first visit to Sounding the Light, welcome and thank you again for dropping by. If you have some time, feel free to check out any of the other guest artists on this site here. Wow, there is some good interviews, there is some great music, and a really great thing about it is that you don't have to go looking for all of this music everywhere. You can just find it all right here on this site. Uh, You can also subscribe to Sounding the Light through iTunes by clicking the red subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. You can also get connected and stay up to date with the latest from Sounding the Light on Facebook. And of course, if you're in the South Atlanta area, you can catch me every other Friday on 90.7, 91.7 New Life FM on the New Morning Show with host Pete Shagnon. We get to highlight some of these great artist interviews, and uh, sometimes we even get to have live guests into the studio to play their music, and it's a good time, so I hope you can join us. As always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today, and I will see you right back here again soon on SoundingTheLight.com. God bless.